0: when you're having fun, right? Don't hurt me for saying it, but the end of the year is right around the corner. It'll be here before you know it. So today we'll be talking about key financial moves to consider before the end of 2019. Thanks for joining us today. This is Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. Zach's an investment advisor representative and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. He is the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap, and I am Jen Rezac alongside. And Zach, I have to say, the start of 2020 is almost here and if there was ever a year that always seemed to be a million years away to me, it was the year 2020. And uh, I'll tell you why. At home in my closet, I have a little onesie hanging up that my sister decorated for me when my daughter was born. And it says, Shannon, class of 2020. And it always seems so far away. But oh, my gosh, we're almost here, aren't we?
1: Almost there. Yeah, that's that's wild to think back like that. Time does fly.
0: It does. It it happens fast, and I know, uh, I know you with newborn twins and so many little ones who are who are still very young. It's really long days and short nights for you right now. But I'll tell you, those years are going to fly by faster than you realize.
1: You know, you're right. It's we were just talking about this the other day with the newborn twins. You know, they're several months old now, and it just seems like just yesterday you know we were in the hospital and you know even thinking about our oldest which is turning 4 we're planning her birthday party we are going to be dressing up as uh, the characters from Toy Story so <laughs> yeah i'm i'm woody um of course and, you are uh, yeah you bet um cowboy right so uh, she's going to go as buzz that's her favorite character but Perfect. thinking about the fact that uh you know, it's, it's to four and beyond, not to infinity and beyond. It's kind of a, an interesting way to to think about it, but boy, time does fly.
0: Yeah, it does. And we do want to see pictures of the Woody costume. Just oh, so it, you it's know. It's a
1: good look. I, okay. I, I test ran it at Halloween. So, <laughs> I uh, I've, I've got it really tuned in. I've got, I uh, got the boots shined up and, uh, it's, it's quite the get
2: up.
0: Well, that's something that I think we're all looking forward to here. And Zach, I'm going to go ahead and get us into our topic today. I found this article on Forbes uh, called, and I think it was a really good headline, It's Time for Year in Financial Planning, because it's it's time for year in financial planning. So it, it fits. It makes sense. But uh, basically, they went through some things that we want to think about doing before we get to the end of the year. So I wanted to go through this article today and get some of your your thoughts on some things we need to think about doing before the start of the new year. First item mentioned here in this article, Zach, is checking your tax withholdings. So let's talk a little bit about why this is a good time of year to be reviewing our tax withholdings.
1: Well, you want to get to it before it's too late, as I like to say, and there's a lot of topics that come along with taxes. You know, Maybe we'll talk a little bit about some conversions a little later on, but when you think about withholdings, it really starts to think about where are we going to be next April? You know, are we going to be owing a lot of tax? Are we going to be waiting on that big refund? And trying to maybe get that as close as possible might make a lot of sense as, you know, many people don't like to have that big tax bill hit them all at once, come next April. And at the same point, yeah, if you get a refund, that's nice. But Jen, as I always joke around with clients, they're not giving me any return on that capital mm-hmm. or that money. They're just basically returning dollars to me. you know. So I, I just look at it as to say, let's try to hone in the best that we can when we start to think about this withholding, when we start to think about what we might owe or what we might even get back in tax.
0: And that, I think here, Zach, the word proactive is is a big key word because we don't want to do nothing and just have to write that check based on our actions or our inactions of the previous year and i think that's a big part of this just making sure we are being proactive we're reviewing what's going on and we certainly want to avoid any penalties if we don't have enough withheld also right
1: well definitely and we stumble into that occasionally where we sit down with someone at the start of a maybe the next year, the following year, and we're doing a review with a client or, you know, even a prospect that maybe heard us on the radio or, or podcast or even saw us on television. And they're sitting down and saying, you know, I don't understand why I had these penalties or I don't understand how I could be in a position that I owed that much to Uncle Sam. And once again, like you say, it's easy for us to just get caught up. In the everyday minutia, especially this time of year, we're talking holiday time frame. You know, before you know it, it's 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 Thanksgiving, followed by Christmas, followed by New Year's. And it just seems like we don't have enough time to breathe. You know, we were even joking about that, Jen, before we we jumped on the air here today. You know, it was one of those things where, you know, you've got to start to protect your time. But one of the things you probably should do with your time is make sure that you're taking a look at, like you say, being proactive understanding, okay, where do I sit? I would even urge folks to sit down with their accountant or their CPA. You know, we keep a few on retainer here to help our clients, uh, obviously to help my own personal situation as well. And it is one of those things where I really look forward to that year-end review with my accountant to say, okay, where are we at? How do things look? Do we need to do anything different? Do I need to withhold a little bit more is everything shaken out kind of the way that we have planned? And I think that that's something that's very important for folks to take a look at, just because, you know, it's it's never fun to pay taxes, Jen, or at least it isn't for me. I, maybe that's your favorite. I, I don't
0: like it either. No,
1: okay. no. Nope. <laughs> that probably a consensus of all those <laughs> listening to us today. And so as you think about that, make sure you're taking a look at that. And, and if you want some help with that, by all means, we are not accountants here full disclosure there. But I will say that it is one of those things with us having as much knowledge as what we do into the financial space, into the retirement space, and and really even back to the tax space with some of those designations that that follow my name on the business card. It's been a lot of training to make sure that we get that right for our clients or for those that might want to call on into the radio show. And if you want a little advice on that, pick up the phone, give us a shout. 815-918-4185 is the number. We'll just sit down and really visit and and try to get to know each other, see if we can get to know some of the problems or questions you might have, and hey, maybe we can shine some light on it. So 815-918-4185 is the number. Once again, 815-918-4185.
0: We're talking today with Zach Gray. He is an investment advisor representative and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. Zach is the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap, and I am Jen Rezac alongside in the studio talking about financial moves to consider making before the end of the year. It is difficult to find that extra time to think about financial matters, but it's so important that we do that when we think about those deadlines that we have. The the, the end of the year, the beginning of the year, Zach, those those are deadlines that we do need to be thinking about. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on with interest rates right now. And Zach, why considering a refinance of our mortgage or student loans, debt, uh, along those lines, why might this be a good time to think about refinancing some of those things?
1: Well, if we were talking over the last few years, we probably wouldn't have even brought this bullet point up. We had, had seen interest rates on the rise over the last couple of years mm-hmm. and really an unprecedented amount in 2018. Now we're talking 2019 though, and really these you know last few meetings that we've had, Fed Chair Powell has given us about a 25 basis point cut. So as we look at that, it's one of those things to say a quarter of a point has gotten shaved off uh, as we're sitting down three times here in recent uh, time frame. So it is one of those things to say, ah, oh, maybe that makes sense. You know, I was even joking around with one of the advisors on our team is Duke Smith, and he does a great job for us and great job for our clients. And, you know, he was saying, Zach, I'm thinking about buying a house. And This time last year, we had that conversation and I joked with him. I said, Duke, well, you should have probably bought that house here a year ago because, boy, the interest rates have been going up and up and up. Now, all of a sudden, he said, Zach, I'm going to close on that house because, you know what, interest rates have been going down and down and down. And he's right in this short window of time here. We've seen some cuts to interest rates. And so if you're listening today and you think, you know what, I haven't looked at my mortgage or my student loans, or, or maybe those are loans that you're helping your, your children or even grandchildren with, by all means, look into that because interest rates have gone down. That doesn't necessarily help the bank accounts grow right. any faster, but it is one of those things to say that it can help our debt load for sure.
0: Well, and let's talk a little bit about that challenge that low interest rates present to seniors and savers, because it certainly is something for the positive if you are looking to refinance your mortgage, if you have that type of debt. We like those low interest rates, but talk about the challenge it can present to those who are in a different stage of life.
1: Yeah. As you start to think about safe money, you know, sometimes when we sit down with a client or a prospective client, we'll simply draw three buckets on our whiteboard and I'll say, okay, this is protected money, real safe money. Here's maybe middle of the road is our second bucket. It's conservative growth. And on the far side, I'll say, here's your kind of risky bucket. It's opportunistic growth. And I'll show them, hey, in the safe money, maybe we can get five, 6%. We just don't want to lose it all. In the middle bucket, maybe we can get 12, 15%, but now we can start to lose double digits if things get really rough. And on that far side, opportunistic money, we're swinging for the fences. Maybe we could get a really high return, but we know that it could be a pretty big loss in the case that the market's turned downward. And I'll simply ask most of the folks that come into our office, and the majority of the folks that do call in or do pop on into the office, maybe see us at a, an event that we do in in the community, they would be close to retirement or in their retirement years. And most of them say, you know, I'm probably going to need to load up that protected bucket a little bit. I need to be a little safer at this point in my life. And then I'll simply say, what are we doing to get that safe money? And say, well, you know, we put some money in the banks. We've got some CDs. Maybe they think about bond funds as an option. But as we know, those low interest rates, Jen, as you just mentioned, they're not helping the growth of that money. And And I always do tell folks, hey, historic inflation, if you look back over the last, say, 105 years, it's at about 3.12%. So if we're not able to hit that number, if we're not able to beat that number, maybe we're just losing a little ground instead of gaining a little ground with our safe money. So be thinking about that. And, And as baby boomers get close to retirement, in retirement, that's the biggest generation we've ever seen hit retirement. Jen, you're right. I mean, those low interest rates can really hurt because they might not be getting us the type of returns that we need.
0: This is Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray, and we'll be back after this.
3: When was the last time you set an alarm clock for Saturday morning? Ah, Saturday. But wait, in two days, it'll be Monday. Your alarm goes off and it's back to the grind. What if every day could feel like a Saturday? Retirement can feel like that, but you should start making plans today. Zach Gray and the team at Wall Street Financial Group are your Everyday Can Be Saturday retirement professionals. They can help you make plans to have the income you need to retire and stay retired. Imagine waking up every morning without an alarm. Is it Saturday? It sure feels like Saturday. If that's the kind of retirement you want, call your Everyday Can Be Saturday advisor, Zach Gray, right now at 815 918 4185. He'll help you put together a retirement roadmap so you can have that Saturday feeling every day of of the week. Call 815-918-4185. That's 815-918-4185. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through Wall Street Financial Group and or AE Wealth Management LLC.
0: Thanks for joining us today on Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. I am Jen Rezac. I'm happy to be here alongside the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. Zach Gray is an investment advisor representative and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. Wall Wallstreetfinancialgroup.org is the website. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about Zach and his team, find out what they're up to. Again, go to the website. It's Wall wallstreetfinancialgroup.org. Today, we're talking about an article I found on Forbes. It's time for you year- year end financial planning, because it's time for year end financial planning. So that fits, that works. That's why we're talking about it here today. Right? And Zach, there are some things listed here in this article that we want to make sure we take care of before the end of the year. This next one is something I am very familiar with, and that is... Use money in your flexible spending accounts before you lose it. So we want to, I guess, review those accounts, see what we have in there, and then uh, start start shopping if we need to get some glasses and that kind of thing to use that up.
1: Well, yeah, you have to check and see if you can, you know, be allowed to roll that over to another year. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case. You know, for for many of those flexible spending accounts, there is no rollover provision. So you definitely need to make sure that you use the dollars before you lose the dollars. You know, I mean, it goes without saying, and, you know, many times people just don't think about that. Once again, gets to be the end of the year, gets to be holiday time frame, things get a little bit busier for us. And then all of a sudden we realize, Oh, we could have, we could have used that to, for, like you say, whether it's a hearing aid, uh, glasses, you know, dental, you name it, it. It's one of those, you know, flexible plans that not always are you able to roll that to the, to the next year?
0: There are just a lot of distractions this time of year, as you said. We get busy. We have holiday plans and family plans, and kids have programs that we're all trying to get to, so you can see where this might slip your mind a little bit. So we do want to, again, be proactive and make sure that we're on top of this, and I think that word proactive, uh, proactive and planning are going to be a couple of words we use a lot on today's show. So, uh, Zach, let's go ahead and move on to the next one here. Uh, give your 401k a checkup is the next item listed in this article that I found. Now, Zach, I have a 401k. I, I have an idea of what's in my 401k, but I'm not sure how to give it a checkup. So, so what does that mean? What are we trying to do here?
1: Well, as you look at contributions, even back to where we started in the first segment of starting to understand your tax position, Do understand that if you want to get some more contributions put in there, at least in the 401k for the year, you've got to do it in that calendar year. So we've only got that time frame to look at. So you might consider maybe bumping up the election amounts while there's still a little bit of time. You know, we see some folks that maybe have waited to the end of the year and maybe things are a little bit better budget wise than maybe what they would have projected as they look at it. Then they say, you know what, maybe we should throw a little extra money into my 401k. Well, if that's the case, you better get with it because it has to be done by the end of the year. We just had a gal in the other day and she said, Zach, I just changed things around because um, I realized that I'm going to miss out and I've only got a few years left until I retire. She's literally taking a net check of a few hundred dollars per paycheck and she's deferring everything else into the 401k. And I think that that's pretty eye opening. But at the same point, she's chasing the fact that, you know what, I got to push that money in there before I get to a point where I can't put money in there. And that's something I think is really important. So thinking about it on a contribution limit is very important. Mm -hmm. Even thinking about it on a risk perspective is also something that I think folks should really take a look at.
0: Tell me a little bit more about that, the, the risk perspective that we need to be aware of, Zach.
1: Well, no one has a crystal ball, myself included. And Jen, I, I wish I, I did from time to time. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that goes without saying that it'd be nice to see what's coming. The market itself, though, let's just cut to the chase. In the last week, we've seen highs, you know, as in the last week of recording this show, we've seen highs in the S&P, the NASDAQ, and the Dow. So all the mm-hmm. big three players when it comes to indexes that we might be tracking or looking at for performance. So as you look at saying all-time highs right at the point where we're recording this show, you know, it goes without saying what goes up sometimes does go back down. And there's a lot of things that are out there brewing when it comes to maybe taking profits off the table for some of these, you know, fund managers, maybe thinking about what's coming with this next election in 2020, uh, thinking about all the, the the stories that you hear in the news and the media these days. So you have to be looking at saying, okay, what is, the emotion of the market right now. And hey, it's been hitting all time highs. That's great. But just to make sure that you're okay in the case that things soften up just a bit. I think that that could be something that could happen. And as long as you're prepared for it, that's great. And for myself, uh, I'm not too worried about it. Jen, maybe for yourself, you think oh, I've got a few years until I retire. Mm-hmm. But once again, for those that are getting really close to retirement, maybe in retirement that are listening to us today, boy, we really have to take a look at how do we want to play these cards? Do we want to be as risky as what we are? Have we made sure to rebalance things just a little bit, just so we understand how much risk we're taking?
0: Zach, tell me about your process for helping us review these things, because this, this is all part of your overall roadmap process, right?
1: Most definitely. You know, my story being in this business is really predicated a little bit on risk. My grandparents retired at the turn of the century. Jen, if you remember the turn of the century, it uh, (laughs) It was a little rocky. Yeah, it was a little rocky for the for the market's tech burst of the early 2000s. And, you know, all of a sudden what they had definitely changed in the blink of an eye. And as we think about that, and we think about maybe sequence of return risk, boy, that's a big deal if we're getting close to retirement or we're in retirement. Think back to 2008. And do you really want to experience that again? Most people don't or at least people getting close to retirement they don't want to maybe they can't do that at all to make sure that they're happy in retirement. So as we look at someone's picture we put together our financial roadmap and we look at where the income is going to come from and most of the time we're looking at someone's investment picture as well and we have to start to understand how's performance been? What does risk look like? All of those things that are built around our investment portfolio and if you pick up the phone and give us a call today we'll step you through something we call Riskalyze. And it's a great way to understand in layman's terms, how risky is your account? It was put together by a Nobel Prize laureate, um, just an amazing piece of software that we use with folks. And it will tell us, hey, how much risk are we taking and making sure that it fits us? Because with this long bull run that we've been on, maybe we're taking a little bit more than we thought we were. So pick up the phone and give us a call. 815-918-4185 is the number. We'll step you through that entire financial roadmap process, starting with income, looking at investments, even talking about taxes and estate planning. But it is a great time to understand how much risk do I have? 815-918-4185. Once again, 815-918-4185.
0: And let's just talk a little bit about how important it is to have that income plan for retirement zach because if we don't have income in retirement we really don't have much of a retirement at all so how do we make sure that we have that income plan in place and how do we make sure it's going to last as long as we need it to last
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I, i always tell our team you know income is really the outcome that we're chasing it's the outcome that we're looking for And it goes without saying, Jen, that you show up to work and you get a paycheck. And my employees or my team here, they do the same, right? They show up, but they do expect to get paid in return. And as long as we're working, eh, maybe there's not as much concern about our investments. We just got done talking about that a bit. But at the point that we stop or we stop working, maybe we have to look at what other income sources might we have. Social security is, is a really hot topic for retirees. That's a good source of income, but typically it's not enough to take care of everything. Maybe a pension would be another great source of income, but those are a little bit more few and far between is what they were maybe decades ago. And now as we start to think about the investment picture, we have to figure out where are we going to get the income from? Because like you say, every day is Saturday in retirement. You got to figure out how much is it going to take? to spend the way that you want, to enjoy life the way that you want. And then we got to make sure that we're being proactive to use a term that you've been throwing out throughout today's show about how we build the portfolio, how we build the investments and how we make sure that we put together the income plan. And, you know, we've got a client coming in later today. He's got more money coming in from railroad pensions and Social Security than, than they need. So if that be the case, not a big concern, not a big problem. But if we look at saying, maybe for the majority of us, maybe we don't have more money than we need coming from pensions, we really got to make sure we we hone in on the income plan to get that that figure right. And I think that that's really where someone's process should start. And it is definitely where ours does. And it's one of those things to say without income plan, it's kind of like heading off into the abyss of, of, you know, how are we going to get this money to be happy in retirement? You got to be thinking about risk. You got to be thinking about order of liquidation. You got to think about tax consequences with drawing money out of some of those accounts. And that's why we start right at the beginning part of our financial roadmap with it. And we've challenged folks hey, bring in your written income plan for retirement. And sadly, we've seen a few spreadsheets over our time, but we've never seen someone bring in a written income plan for retirement. Just remember income's the outcome that we're chasing here. And you want to make sure you have that right. So if you want to look at an income plan idea, give us a call. 815-918-4185 is the number. We'll step you through that financial roadmap process. Hey, there's no catch. There's no cost to it. We really just want to give you as much value as we can. And it starts with income. 815-918-4185 is the number. 815-918-4185
0: zach gray is with wall street financial group i am jen rezak alongside in the studio this is journey through retirement with zach gray and we'll be back after this
2: who will be your ally in your retirement years You've heard Zach Gray share important information about making plans for your retirement. Zach and his team at Wall Street Financial Group know that in retirement, it's about more than just the money. It's about your total financial health. There are many financial advisors to choose from, but how many of them take a holistic approach to retirement planning? Zach Gray and the Wall Street Financial Group team have helped hundreds of people plan for retirement. They want to be your ally for the rest of your life. No more guessing with Wall Street Financial Group. You'll have a plan and an advisor throughout your retirement years. Call Wall Street Financial Group today at 815-918-4185 and make an appointment to start planning for your retirement. That number again, 815-918-4185. Call right now. You deserve to have that ally in retirement that you need. Call now at 815-918-4185. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through Wall Street Financial Group and or AE Wealth Management, LLC.
0: Thanks for joining us today. This is Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. I'm Jen Rezac. I'm happy to be here alongside the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. Zach Gray is an investment advisor, representative, and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. Wallstreetfinancialgroup.org is the website. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about Zach and his team, you can see what they're up to. Wallstreetfinancialgroup.org. Today, we're talking about year-end financial planning. I found an article on Forbes called It's Time for Year-End Financial Planning because it is time for year-end financial planning. And, of course, Zach, uh, charitable giving, I think, is on the minds of a lot of people this time of year. You start to see a lot of those drives from charities, and people start to think about how they can give back, and we certainly think that's admirable. But let's talk about why we need to factor that into our financial plans and what are some things we need to think about so we can be smart about this if charitable giving is something we want to be doing this time of year.
1: Well, you're right. I think that family is a top of mind and giving back. And as we start to think about gifts, many times we start to think about maybe those that are a little less fortunate. So the idea of charitable contributions or giving is something that's just really top of mind this time of year. I mean, you just don't have to go very far. You can walk into the local department store and they're ringing the bells and Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's kind of a feel good time. But keep in mind, as we do that giving, it needs to be done in a timely manner because if we want to see some tax benefit for it, and that's not the only reason, obviously, to be doing such giving, that goes without saying. But if we want to be making an impact in that way, we've got to get it done by the end of the year. And I've sat on several charity boards uh, here locally, and have been glad to do so. Have really enjoyed my time there. But I tell you what, probably the the number one week of getting some of those contributions, uh, it's the end of the year. You yeah. know, it's that week between Christmas and New Year's. Um, you know, I think that I read a statistic not too long ago. Don't hold me to it, Jen. But I think the the number one giving day of the year happens to be the 31st of December. So <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's it's very true. So make sure that you're thinking about that as you go forward and make sure you're tracking it as you go forward as well. Many times we don't think about that and you know, make sure that you understand that hey, it could be some tax benefit as you look forward.
0: Well, and Zach, I I like the point that no just getting a tax benefit isn't probably the reason why we want to give charitably, but if we can be strategic about it and we can be smart about it, that would allow us to continue that charitable giving and to continue to be generous because we are being efficient. We're making the most out of what we have, and that's going to give us the ability to continue doing this for longer, I I guess, if we we do the plans right, right?
1: Exactly. I mean, I definitely think that, you know, as folks think about how to give – Many folks might not know that they can give, you know, directly from an IRA to a church or charity of choice, right? As long as they're a qualified charity. You know, so there's been a lot of folks that have said, I didn't realize that. I I give every week to maybe the offering or every single year. I I tend to give a little bit of money to the Boys and Girls Club or the Salvation Army. And I say, hey, let's make as good of an impact for them as, as you ever have. And on top of that, let's maybe help you out just a little bit as well. Let's, instead of you maybe taking and accepting that RMD from a IRA or an old 401k, and then getting the the fact of paying tax on it, maybe we just go ahead and give that directly to them. And maybe you make an even bigger contribution because you don't have to worry about the tax man in that Mm -hmm. scenario. So just be thinking about those things. And, and I guess, like you say, it's not the only reason to be doing good uh, we, we even locally here have done a lot of different things. So I think we've got uh, something coming up at the Salvation Army for Thanksgiving and, and kind of helping out with that meal and that time. Um, it, it feels great to give back. Uh, but once again, it is one of those things that if we're thinking about monetarily, we got to get that done by the end of the year if we want to have a little little benefit for taxation coming. Uh, next April.
0: And Zach, tell me, thinking beyond just the end of this year, if charitable giving is something that matters to us and we're thinking about what we'll be spending our money on in retirement, we're working on coming up with our, our budget for retirement, how do you factor in things like charitable giving when someone wants to make that a part of their retirement?
1: Not a problem. I mean, for many folks, we build in the fact that they're going to maybe give so much money per year to a grandchild. Maybe they've made a commitment to help pay for college. And we think about, Zach, at at this point in time, we've got to have this much budgeted to help for those years. Maybe sometimes folks say, you know, I still got a few years left on my mortgage as I get into retirement. So just make sure that we take that into account. When we look at someone's income plan, it doesn't matter if it's just charitable, which we've been talking about or if it's a, a wide array of other topics, we are looking at it to say, okay, you know, these are things that we wanna make sure that we equate for. Then it goes back full circle to say, okay, where do we pull the funds from? Back to charitable, it probably makes sense to look at those tax deferred investments like those traditional IRAs or those, those traditional 401ks. But at the end of the day, we need to be very strategic about that because it can make a big benefit over time as we look at that. And once again, we do have a lot of folks that have said, you know what, let's go ahead and make a monthly contribution to my church. Well, let's make sure that every single year when it's this time of the year, let's go ahead and make this contribution to this charity. And it's one of those things that we just have to build it into the income plan. We have to look at it as really somewhat of an expenditure as we look at where are we going to get the income for someone to be happy, make sure that we can fulfill all of those dreams and those hopes and even think about some ways that we can maximize it. Maybe we can maybe fund a a life insurance contract and make a much bigger windfall and, and maybe make some a bigger impact for some of those causes that we care so much about. There's just a lot of ways that we can really work that to our favor, but also make a big difference for those in need. And if you want to know a little bit more about that, by all means, it's something that we deal with every single day here at Wall Street Financial Group pick up the phone and give us a call 815-918-4185. 815-918-4185 is the number because you really can make a big difference for yourself and make a big difference for others, even back to just the RMDs. So 815-918-4185 is the number.
0: Talking today with Zach Gray. He is the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. Zach's an investment advisor, representative, and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. I am Jen Rezac alongside. Zach, as we talk about charitable giving... Let's go beyond our retirement and let's talk a little bit about how we can make it a part of our legacy because legacy and estate planning is part of what you do with your retirement roadmap process. Talk a little bit about how we can factor in charitable giving with our legacy goals, if that is something that matters to us while we're here and even after we're no longer here.
1: Definitely. As I just touched on, life insurance can be a tool there. I'll get to that in a moment. But, mm-hmm. you know, as we start to think back of our financial roadmap, it is income first. I mean, income's what we're after here. That's, that's what we're chasing. That's what we want to make sure that we feel really concrete about in retirement. Many times we have to understand how much risk we're taking with the investments or maybe start to build those investments into more of an income generator. So investments is number two taxation, number three, we've talked about that in today's show already, making sure that we squeeze as much out of this as possible, that we really play those cards to the best of our favor. And then lastly, I kind of group longevity and estate planning together at the end. I just sat down with actually one of the first bosses I ever had in the business. Um, Yeah, it was with a captive company right out of college. And we had a, a good little chat over lunch. And um, he was down in our, our Champagne office and, and we sat there and just kind of visited and, and thought back to, to me and my, my young days and, and all that and kind of had a chuckle. But as we talked more and more, I said, boss, how how you looking as far as income for retirement? He said, Zach, you know, I've got the pension, I've got Social Security. Well, we're in a really good spot. And I said, OK, how about your other savings? He said, well, we've got some in bank CDs, we've got some in annuities. I've got an IRA that uh, is also kind of in a, a stable type value fund, but it's a pretty high interest rate. It was one that he took years ago. And I said, well, if you're doing okay on just the pension and, and Social Security alone, what are you going to do with all that other money? And he said, well, I, I want to leave some to my kids and some to my grandkids. You know, maybe we want to leave some to some different causes. And I said, you know, you really need to look into the fact of could we get a little more out of that? And where I was heading with this was a life insurance conversation. And and here's the really reason why. If you think about it, money that is hauled to a bank account, like those bank CDs that that he brought up, hey, it's already after tax. Maybe we have a little bit of taxation throughout, little capital gains that we have to claim every single year. But for the most part, it's already been after tax. Mm -hmm. If we haul that money over to some tax-free type of investment, like a Roth IRA, which he can no longer do because he's not working. um, Or a life insurance contract. It's also after tax. The only difference is, is that one of which gets taxed a little bit forever, like a bank account. And the other one never, ever gets taxed again. So I told him, I said, we can be really conservative with how you put money into that life insurance contract. It can grow very conservatively. And at the end of the day, if we put a buck into the bank account and we leave that to, you know, say, our our loved ones, it's only worth a buck. If we put a buck into that life insurance contract, that can be tax-free dollars of much more than that dollar. I mean, we all know how life insurance works. We put in a little bit, and in the case that we pass away, we get a much bigger chunk in return. So, if you're listening to this and you think to yourself, you know, I would like to make a bigger impact for my kids or for my grandkids, if you think, you know, what I, I've got this income thing figured out and and I feel really good about where I'm at, maybe it makes sense to think about how could I get more out of my estate planning? How could I make a bigger impact to those that I love or the the causes that I care about? There are a lot of neat ways that we can go about that. And I guess the first step would be is maybe just sitting down for a brief visit to see what your wishes are. It's pretty simple. All you have to do is pick up the phone and give us a call, 815-918-4185 is the number. When you call in, there's a special dedicated mailbox that you will leave a message at our director of first impressions, Mary, she's going to give you a quick call back and and she's going to get you kind of our financial roadmap questionnaire, just something that we can have something to talk about during that first visit. But it's just a good way to to open conversation, to get to know each other and to really see what, what your dreams and your goals are when you start to think about retirement. And then, like you say, Jen, past that point of retirement, what's the impact you want to make? Because if we do a little bit of planning now, we can make a much bigger impact later. We can save a lot of tax later. We can really make sure to cross the T's and dot the I's and and make a bigger impact for everyone involved. So 815-918-4185 is the number. I I would love for those listening to pick up the phone and give us a call. We'd love to sit down and visit 815-918-4185.
0: We're talking today with Zach Gray. He is the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. Zach's an investment advisor, representative, and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. He's been helping families in East Central Illinois with their retirement planning needs for more than a dozen years now. Zach gave you the number one more time, 815 815- 918-4185. And wallstreetfinancialgroup.org is the website. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about Zach and his team, find out what they're up to. Again, wallstreetfinancialgroup.org. Today, we're talking about year-end financial planning. And you might be wondering, what's the point? Do we really have enough time to make an impact before the end of the year? We'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Stay with us. We'll be back.
3: When was the last time you set an alarm clock for Saturday morning? Ah, Saturday. But wait, in two days, it'll be Monday. Your alarm goes off and it's back to the grind. What if every day could feel like a Saturday? retirement can feel like that, but you should start making plans today. Zach Gray and the team at Wall Street Financial Group are your everyday can be Saturday retirement professionals. They can help you make plans to have the income you need to retire and stay retired. Imagine waking up every morning without an alarm. Is it Saturday? It sure feels like Saturday. If that's the kind of retirement you want, call your everyday can be Saturday advisor Zach Gray right now at 815-918-4185. He'll help you put together a retirement roadmap so you can have that Saturday feeling every day of the week. Call 815-918-4185. That's 815-918-4185. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through Wall Street Financial Group and or AE Wealth Management, LLC.
0: Thanks for joining us today. This is Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. I am Jen Rezac, happy to be here alongside the author of the book, The Retirement Roadmap. Zach Gray is an investment advisor representative and a partner in Wall Street Financial Group. Wallstreetfinancialgroup.org is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And today we're talking about year-end financial planning. This all comes from an article I found on Forbes called It's Time for Year-End Financial Planning. One of the items in this article, Zach, is reviewing your portfolio. Talk about what goes into a review of our portfolio and why is now a good time of year to do that?
1: Well, I think that reviewing your portfolio is a really important thing to always be looking at. We already talked a little bit about risk. And I think, you know, once again, we're at a very high point in the market that we're recording this today we might not even be by the time that it hits the airwaves, but I think it's important for folks to understand, are you okay with that amount of risk? I am, Jen. I'm okay with it. You know, it's one of those things to say, I'm, I'm several decades away from retirement. I, I think there's a good chance I'll never retire. I, I, I love this business. I love helping people. And I think that it's one of those things that I want to make that impact as long as I can. That said, for those either nearing retirement in retirement or even my example of even maybe only a partial retirement, I'm going to have to figure out where we're going to get the rest of the income. So we got to be looking at risk first as we start to review someone's portfolio. And we've even touched on other things, making sure that we get the contributions in before the end of the year. I think that's also something that we just want to maybe bring back out of the second segment of today's show is just to say, make sure you're taking a look at the landscape and that you're getting that in while you can. And even think about your spouse working. Even if you have maybe a, a spousal situation and the one spouse is retired, you can still use that person's income as an, a way to maybe put something into a Roth IRA, for example. So many folks don't think about that. They think, oh, I don't have any earned income anymore. But if your spouse does, you can use that cash flow to be able to make that contribution. So contributions. That's something important to be thinking about. You have till April for most of those contributions. But we definitely don't want to be missing the boat as we start to think about risk, as we start to think about putting money into our group plans. All of those things add up to be something that needs to take a. we have to take a look at and we have to beat December 31st to get it done.
0: So, Zach, I've been going through this article from Forbes about things to think about before the end of the year. I wonder if there's anything else not included in this article that we need to think about. So far, we've gone over checking your tax withholdings, considering a refinance of your mortgage or student loans, give your 401k a checkup, plan those charitable contributions, use the money in your FSAs before you lose it, and then reviewing your portfolio, but Zach, what else would you add to this list that we need to do before the end of the year?
1: Well, I think there's a big one that's missing, and I just recently wrote an article about it myself that's getting published, and it is about looking at tax conversions. You know, I just touched on an option for a contribution if we could use someone's spouse's income, I should say. As you start to think about conversions, though, there is no limit to that. So, with with a contribution, we can put in six thousand if we're under fifty. We can maybe put in seven thousand if we're over fifty. And like I say, we can use a spouse's income to help equate for that. Conversions, though, we can do as much as we please. And I think it's one of those things to be said that I tend to believe that taxes are low right now. We just had a bit of a lowering as we start to think about tax breaks and where they fall. You know, as you think about 10%, it was 10. As you think about what was 15 is now 12. And what was 25 is 22 and 28 is 24. I mean, the list kind of goes on here but I tend to say taxes are on sale right now. And everyone's scenario is unique. I definitely understand that. And I want folks to hear that, but I will say taxes are probably at a little bit lower point than what they've been in years past. It might make a lot of sense to think about getting some money from a tax deferred part of your portfolio. I guess one last thing to be thinking about of a review of your portfolio is where does it sit? And most of it is probably likely in a, traditional IRA or maybe some sort of old 401k that you have. And if there's anything that I want folks to hear by the end of the year, you might really want to look at getting that money converted on over to a Roth IRA or be thinking about some ways you could shift it even back to life insurance we just touched on. That's something that has to be done in a calendar year. Many times people think, well, I can make that contribution all the way up till April. And that's true but you can only make a conversion to the end of the year. And in my opinion, if you haven't been talking about that with your, you know, your CPA, if you haven't been talking about it, especially with your financial advisor, then shame on him or her to an extent, because getting that money over there and doing it safely, I'm not saying you want to be willy nilly here. You don't want to be shooting from the hip on how much money you just plot from one bucket to the next. But if we can go at it with a real strategic way, of which we will in our financial roadmap, we tend to show folks, hey, if you don't change anything, or what happens if you become a little more tax efficient, how do the numbers look? It's pretty mind-blowing for several folks about how much more money they have to spend. And obviously, that helps maybe a widowed spouse sometime down the road as well. Maybe that makes a bigger impact for kids or grandkids. I guess I'm on a bit of a soapbox moment here, Jen. But to answer (laughs) your question, those Roth conversions, it's something that has to be done by the end of the year.
0: To reach the team at Wall Street Financial Group, 815-918-4185. You just need to leave a basic a basic message in the voicemail there uh, with just your basic contact information, and they'll get back with you. 815-918-4185. We've gone over some of the things that we need to be thinking about doing before the end of the year. But I just have to ask, does it really make that much of a difference? Can can we take a look at some of these things and just have them on our list of goals for 2020 and just start January 1 knocking out some of these things, or do we really need to consider getting some of these things done now?
1: It really does make a difference, and, and I'll just kind of tie in. I appreciate you putting the number out there for folks and kind of giving them a little – insight to, to how that would work for them getting a call back and getting on our calendar. I'll just finalize that by saying if if you haven't been talked to by that accountant or that that CPA of yours or definitely by your financial advisor or maybe the folks you work with, you know, that, that maybe have your 401k, please make sure that you pick up the phone and give us a call. I mean, it really is a no obligation scenario. We really enjoy getting to know people and, and just have a really brief visit. And, and see if there's ways that we can shine some light. And to answer your question there, those Roth conversions alone are the reason for folks to make sure that they pop on into the office. And you know, it doesn't matter if we're talking about our Bloomington or Champagne markets, or, or if you're listening to this in our Bourbonnais or even Orland Park markets, it is one of those things to say that, you know, any one of those offices, we've got staffed with fiduciaries that have the same passion as I do And getting that money over to tax free, it makes a big difference. I thought of this as you asked that final question there, Jen. Is it, you know, is it that really big of a deal? And I will say that that one thing alone is what strikes me as being a big enough deal in itself. I mean, we've already been told that this tax code will change in 2025. I, it's, it's gonna sunset and it's gonna revert back to to old rates of 2017 and prior, you know, if not higher. I mean, that's already been very well disclosed, it's very open and out there. And so as I look at that, it really means we've only got about a half a dozen years and these are crucial years. We wanna make sure that we take advantage of each and every single one of them. And I will say that when I get that back to John and my planning team and, and they come back with that roadmap and say, Here's how it looks if Jen did absolutely nothing different. And here's how it looks if maybe we don't even break a tax bracket, Jen, but we just go ahead and convert within the bracket that you're in. Mm -hmm. Boy, it's just eye-opening to see how much further the money really can stretch and grow. I mean, let's just cut to the chase. You know, inflation's likely to happen. We all hope that maybe our accounts grow over time. So as we look at that, if we just leave it in that old 401k, well, we leave it in that traditional IRA, all of a sudden that money grows, our, our tax burden grows. That's all ordinary income, by the way. As you start to think about inflation, it might cost a few extra bucks to live 10 or 20 years from now than what it does compared to today. And even you know, as you look at just all the things that can happen throughout retirement, healthcare, et cetera, et cetera, it is something that we have got to look at by the, by the end of the year here, and you're missing the boat if you don't look at Roth conversions alone. Now, to kind of circle back to all the other points that we talked about, yeah, it really is that important. It really is that important for you to try to, you know, get an hour out of your schedule to sit down with myself and the rest of the team for us to put together that financial roadmap. You know, to be quite frank, Jen, that hour can be very beneficial to folks. It can be really, really life-changing for some folks. I mean, we've had folks be in this office that have gotten emotional thinking about, how they're able to stretch that money significantly longer, how they're able to make a bigger impact, maybe for a, for a spouse, how they're able to make a bigger impact for maybe their kids or grandkids. It really is that important. So I don't want folks thinking it's life or death here, but I do want folks to hear that are listening today. that December 31st is a big time each and every single year. I just would say is, is that don't miss the boat. Don't go ahead and leave one year to chance. Find an hour sit down with myself and my team. I I would love to visit just a little bit and and shine the light on some of these ideas we've been talking about.
0: So Zach, let's talk a little bit about how we can reach you and how this conversation is going to go. If we want to be proactive, we want to make some financial changes this year. So we have a solid start to 2020. How can we reach you and what does this look like?
1: Yeah, so it, it's, it's a financial roadmap that we put together for folks and we call it that financial roadmap process. But what it really is, is is you pick up the phone and you give us a call. 815-918-4185 is the number. We've thrown that out a few times throughout the show today. You're gonna go to a dedicated mailbox for just those listening to our show. And at that point in time, Mary's gonna take a look at my calendar. She's gonna reach back out to you and she's gonna try to fit you into a time that's comfortable for you. And we're just going to sit down and visit. It's a real low pressure, no obligation type scenario, just a way for us to kick around some ideas and and get to know each other, get to know your story and really see if there's some ways that we can help. Typically, at that point in time, she will also get you a little financial roadmap, front and back, what we consider to be questionnaire. And it's just a great way for you to jot in a few concerns you might have, maybe an idea of kind of what your portfolio looks like maybe an idea of how much money you want to have in retirement. And we can use that as somewhat of an agenda for that first sit down visit. If it makes sense for us to sit back down again, we'll put together an income plan for you. We can show you what happens if you become a little more tax efficient. We'll look at the investments and talk about risk and how their performance looks. Maybe look at fees. We didn't talk about much on that uh, in today's show, but make sure that it's, it's worth what you're paying and then even look back to taxes. I mean, that's the third pillar that we speak of to make sure that we're squeezing as much out of your hard-earned money as humanly possible. And I guess the last and final thing we touched on estate planning today, but kind of making sure that it's here for the long haul, that we've got longevity taken care of if we continue to live for years. How does that look if maybe we're married and our spouse doesn't live as long as we do? And even thinking about our estate and making as big of an impact as, as we possibly can for our loved ones. Those four pillars are really what this financial roadmap's all about. We'll talk about some ways that you might want to make a few moves before the end of the year, but it's really simple. All you have to do is pick up the phone and give us a call. 815-918-4185 is the number. One more time, that's 815-918-4185. We'd love to sit down and visit, maybe see if there's some things that we can do before the end of the year.
0: You've been listening to Journey Through Retirement with Zach Gray. Remember that number, 815-918-4185. And be sure to tune in again next week. You'll hear more insights from Zach then. I'm Jen Rezac. We're so glad you spent some time with us here today, and we hope you have a great week. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through Wall Street Financial Group and or AE Wealth Management LLC. Wall Street Financial Group Inc. and AE Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Wall Street Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Wall Street Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement.